fall is approaching and my thoughts are turning to cozy getaways with a little something extra. I hope you get a little inspiration from the Midwest getaway that I'm sharing today. What's your favorite getaway in the Midwest? Be sure to share it in the Exploring the Midwest group on Facebook. Today's episode is sponsored by RV Share. Autumn is a perfect time to rent an RV. Escape for a few days to enjoy the brilliant fall colors, tailgate before a football game, or just unplug next to a campfire at a state park. With RV Share, you rent RVs from owners in your area, so you'll find the perfect type of RV, from towable campers to motorhomes, in just the right size for you. Ready to plan your RV adventure? Visit familyrambling.com backslash RV share, all lowercase, to find your perfect RV. Hi, everyone. Welcome again to the Exploring the Midwest podcast. This month on the podcast, we're preparing for the most colorful time of the year and the places that you can visit to make the most of prime leaf peeping. I'm really excited today to take you to central Ohio, where you can glamp in a luxury treehouse and enjoy the fall colors. Laura and Kevin Mooney are the owners of the Mohicans Treehouse Resort and Wedding Venue in Glenmont, Ohio, and Kevin is joining me today to talk about the resort. So Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. You're welcome. My pleasure. Now, I've had the incredible experience of staying in one of your amazing tree houses, and I can attest to the fact that these are the tree houses that when you were dreaming of tree houses as a child, this is what you dreamed of, even though your, um, you know, the results of your own building wouldn't have come to this. Right. Um, but can you talk to us a little bit about the Treehouse Resort, where the idea came from, and how you have um, created just these magical getaways? Well, I, I first started off building three little cabins because we were in a tourist area. And then while I was, I was doing that, I was also building a wedding venue. And one of my neighbors came to me and said, look at this book and it's tree houses. And I quickly saw it and had an awe moment that this could be something great for our, our business. So um, I, I read Pete Nelson's book I went out, I took a class on how to build a treehouse, which I recommend to everybody. <laughs> um, you, don't want, you don't want to do it without knowing um, how to do it. I mean, there's, it's, there's a lot to know. There's what kind of trees you could put it in. You know, you'd think cherry's a hard tree that you could put it in, but you can't. It has shallow roots. You know, oaks are great. Um, pines, if they're thick enough. And then you want to, um, then after we, we took the class, we came back and we built a treehouse. And nobody came, nobody came. I, I rented it one night a week and I'd call my friends and family and they'd say, you've lost it. I've, I knew this day was coming, but you've lost your mind. You want me to sleep in a treehouse?" And they'd say, you know, I want, I, I need a bed. And I'd say, yeah, the bed's there, the bed's there. So it was, it was, it was kind of frustrating the first year, but during the first year, Pete Nelson called me and said, do you want to build a treehouse on Animal Planet? And at the time, I would have been happy to build a treehouse on college radio. <laughs> so to get that platform was fantastic. So we built this treehouse on, on uh, Animal Planet show, Treehouse Masters. And while we were doing the wedding venue, building the wedding venue, finishing that. So the funds were fairly tight at the time. So at the time of the show, 
I didn't run a lot of the a lot of the underground stuff. It didn't when Pete when we filmed the show, it didn't have electricity. Didn't we used a generator for the show? It didn't have water to the toilet. It didn't have a septic. So I, I really waited, and just about a month before the air was the show was going to air, we completed everything, and then the floodgates opened, and people understood what a treehouse was, and we um, we've been booked fairly good since then. So that treehouse that you mentioned, um, if people have seen Treehouse Masters, that's the little red treehouse, right? And you built it as a brewery first. Yes, yeah, we built that. We we're intending on uh, starting a brewery with my son because he's in the beer business. And we just couldn't do it because of the wedding venue. So we, we pulled the tanks out. We put them in the basement of the wedding venue. And um, maybe one day we will start brewing down there. But um, there's been such a demand for the treehouses. I put my effort there first. Mm -hmm. Of course. And so each treehouse you have is different. You don't have any treehouses that mirror each other. You How know, many treehouses do you have right now? We have 10 treehouses. Um, what's unique about us is... You know, when you hire a treehouse builder, they're going to quote you a price and it's like getting a price for a home. They're going to buy the least expensive materials. You know, you're going to have a painted wall, drywall, you're going to have T111 wood, which is like a plastic on the outside. I don't do it that way. I go to the opposite way. If you're in my treehouse, you have granite countertops, not vinyl. You have probably a black walnut floor, which is eight times the price of pine floors. You have uh, cabinets and the walls are made from 100 year old barn siding. Um, we've taken down some barns and recycled them into the tree houses. And when you look at my website, you'll see that those that wood and you could tell that's, you know, really old barn siding. You can really tell the quality, even um, just looking at them online, but especially when you step into the tree houses, you can tell that every care was really taken as you designed these. And then as they, you know, they were, they were built for um, the, the comfort, but yeah. also for ease of use. There, there's no wasted space in there, but they're so comfortable for, you know, almost this tiny house in the trees. We have to give my wife credit for that. After I build a tree house, and when I say I, I have this Amish crew that I work with to do it. Um, and then, then my wife comes in and she decorates it and makes it look as good as it does. And you know what? We're not sparing any expense. When we're buying beds for the treehouse, we're buying the most expensive beds. You know, it's uh, hotel quality. Mm -hmm. you know, we're not skipping on anything. And, you know, 10 treehouses, to go back to, they're all different, has been difficult to do. You know, I have a two-hour commute to the treehouse village. Mm -hmm. And um, while I'm driving there, I'm thinking about treehouses, you know, and I've tapped into different people. Like the castle was designed in 15 minutes with my son and I. He lives in Oregon and he has a, a treehouse village called Clickitat. Um, and it's in a great location, probably not as nice or nicer than mine. But really, it's been difficult. So I really branched out on the last two. You know, the, uh, the ones that I did before the last two were your typical traditional treehouses that you'd see Pete Nelson making. The last two, I gutted an Airstream mm -hmm. and, and we did it. And then I added a bathroom onto it. And the bathroom has a three by eight walk-in shower bench steam room. And, and, and it also has all the, the marble countertops. And then the last one that we're working on right now is a tent tree house. I it's saw the beginnings of that when we were there. 
did you yeah it's, it's coming along really well you know it's it's um tents are popular mm -hmm. it's not all year round but um we ended up building the tent tree house in an area that that um it was difficult to put a tree house in so we we put it there and we, we're getting great feedback through social media on it fabulous so you have 10 tree houses right now which one's the most popular Believe it or not, I'd have to say the the castle, El Castillo. Mm -hmm. um, that's the one with a winding black walnut staircase. Mm -hmm. um, a California king bed upstairs has two balconies off the back of the of, of it, um, and and the airstream. You know, at first I thought there's a chance that this could be really hot, and then I thought, you know what, maybe it'll take our brand down. You know, because I actually offered it to a writer one time. And she said, you know, I don't want to sleep in the trailer. Um, I want a treehouse. I said, all right, I'll put you in this other treehouse. But we've, we've had a lot of demand for the Airstream. And it's been, and it is beautiful. My wife did a fantastic job with picking out the marble and, and, and the colors and, and the, uh, bedding. And which one did you stay in? I stayed in the view. So I was right across from the castle. Um, but we did wander the grounds. And um, just looking at the exteriors, it, it kind of made you wonder what's, you know, what is that different on the inside than the one I'm in? And the view is amazing because you've got those, you know, the floor to ceiling windows and that great back deck and you're just, you're in the trees, yeah. you know, they're not, they're not just outside. You, you really feel like you're in them. And, and it was just amazing. I designed that to be a bedroom and I just imagined people waking up and they look to their right and left and forward and it's 90% glass. So you feel like you're mm -hmm. out in nature. Um, right now it's a living room. It'll be converted to a bedroom down the road. But um, that was my plan with the view and the uh, back deck came out nice. There's a nice step up level to it, mm -hmm. which, which um, we, we didn't plan. It just evolved that way when we did the deck and like, oh, oh look, it's not the same height, which actually works out better. But the, it's each, one is, each one is so special. I mean, you look at, um, you know, the nest, it's a one room and a bathroom. Um, a lot of people love that. They come just for that one. You know, I, I really think that there's not one treehouse that people are going to say, the majority of the people are going to say it's this one. You know, every time I build one, I say that that's my favorite. You know, Matthew McConaughey stayed in the old pine. That's the one that doesn't have a place to park mm -hmm. when they park near the pond and walk in. Mm -hmm. That one's absolutely gorgeous. Sleeps four people, uh, same same materials. And for a while, that was everybody's favorite. And then I built the next one, and that was their favorite. You know, so it just, it, it keeps the, the newest one normally is people's favorite. That makes so much sense. Now, when you visit the Mohicans, the stay is incredibly luxurious. Um, you know, within your treehouse, you have everything that you're going to need in there. You've got electricity, you've got a bathroom, you have running water, um, you have a small kitchen. So really you have all the necessities, yes. but beyond that, you're still out in nature. Right. So, and you have heating and cooling. And you have heating and cooling. And that's unusual. I mean, there's, it's hard to keep a treehouse warm in, in, in Ohio in the winter. Um, mm -hmm. We, we, we struggle at times, you know, pipes freeze. Um, we actually had to uh, heat the sanitation pipe 
out of the treehouse. Oh, I bet. Because it was freezing. <laughs> but what um, what experience do you hope that people will have during their stay? Um, you know, obviously they're going to enjoy the treehouse. They're probably going to spend one evening at least, you know, sitting by their fire ring and just enjoying enjoying that. But what experience do you hope people leave maybe feeling or or feeling like they had? Yeah, when, when I first started the first treehouse, my son and I talked about the vision for the place and his vision and my vision were the same. We want people to touch the earth. We want them to somehow trying to find a connection to mother nature. And, you know, I had, I had one um, female doctor write in the, our book. Um, we, we came, my kids were upset. There was no cell phone service because parts of the property doesn't have it. Mm -hmm. You don't have any Wi-Fi. Um, in the end, it was the first time we sat at dinner uninterrupted in years, I want to thank you. You know, so we have, we have people that feel that way. You know, um, we, we, we put Wi-Fi in some of the houses in case someone was there on business and we try to allow them to use the Wi-Fi in the wedding venue if, if it's necessary, but overall, most of them are not that connected. And I, and I just think, and you know, one of my favorite things about owning this Trios Village and wedding venue is watching people there you know a lot of times i'll walk across the property and they don't know who i am and, and they're walking across this 100 foot bridge 25 feet off the ground the kids are laughing and playing and um that's what i, I really like to see it it's it um i was in i was in uh i was a consultant before this and it's more serious work it's depositions it's it's you know numbers um you know i really prefer this you know there's some days i'm on an excavator then I'm driving our skid steer, you know, um, I'm in the heart of Amish country and I have to pay tribute to the Amish. This, my, my location would not be as beautiful if it wasn't for the Amish. Um, they are incredible. You know, when someone builds a treehouse, they have to hire an electrician, a plumber, a window guy, a roofer, a guy to do the platform. I hire my Amish man and he can do just about everything. Um, so I'm really lucky and they have good ideas. When we did that show Treehouse Masters, mm -hmm. um, Pete Nelson's crew couldn't figure out how to build the roof because of the pitches mm -hmm. and the steepness. And off camera, we, we, my Amish guys built it for them. And then they just carried it up the ladder and, and set it on top of the, the structure. So they, they, they deserve a lot of credit. And when you look at my wedding venue, there's not one like it. You know, you walk in mm -hmm. and, the, and it's rough cut wood on the walls. It's air conditioned, heated. You look up at the, at the rafters and there's bark on the bottom. You know, we took these logs 26 feet long, cut them like 14 by 14, but we left the live edge on the bottom. Um, you know, I don't know where you could buy those materials. You know, we made them. We, we had a, a sawmill on site that, that we would use to cut up the wood, our materials. You know, it's funny, one day I, I showed up there and my Amish guy was there and he said, oh, I made a mistake. I said, what, what, what is it? He said, you know, I forgot to cut uh, a, a, a six by eight log for one of the, one of the beams. And he, 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 he says, do you mind if I go in there? And he motions to the woods. I said, no, you could go in there. He goes, okay, I'm gonna go in there and get one. And he literally walked over, grabbed his horse, went in the woods, cut a tree down, tied it to the horse and dragged it out 
and him and I lifted it on the sawmill. And that night it was a standing structure. You know, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable to watch. When we Incredible built that first ingenuity. Yeah, when we built the first tree house, Pete Nelson's guys helped us, and that's the white oak. We built that in eight days, except for the utilities and the finished work inside. We literally did that, and it's one of the biggest tree houses in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Sleeps six, um, but really eight days. And I have a camera that hunters use for um, following deer, and mm -hmm. I put the camera out, and it was dated, and I went through it. And, and we literally did it in, in eight days. And the windows, the roof, um, it was a tough build too because it was on the side of a hill, mm -hmm. a, a steep hill. Like that one we built and everything I built at first, I try to make it wheelchair accessible. Mm -hmm. So that one, I built a ramp off the side of the hill. So if someone brings their grandmother in a wheelchair, they can, they can roll them in. The front and back door both have two doors. So it's a wide opening to get in. Mm -hmm. So it's... it's it's a, it's a challenge. Oh, I bet. But, you know, I, listening to all of that, you can hear the passion that you have for your project. And then also what I heard was that you were almost fulfilling dreams, um, getting families out there. They're having fun. They're enjoying nature and maybe even reliving some of the dreams they may have had as children themselves with the, you know, their treehouse dreams almost. Right. A lot of people tell me that they're like, you know, I always wanted to build a treehouse. This is going to fill that void. You know, it was on my bucket list to build one. But if I can't build one, it'll be nice to stay in one. And it's um, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's like I tell people I'm in the industry of fun. You know, I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I'm not taking depositions and cross crossing people on the stand. Um, it's fun. And, you know, it's just a. Uh, um, a joy to walk around the property and seeing people enjoy it. You know, it's, 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 um, you know, our, our end goal too is to make everybody's life a little better. And I think, I think they do. I think because mm -hmm. it, they're so, you know, from staying in the view, you're out there in nature and, you know, you, you're away from your phone more, you you don't have internet um, and, and you're just walking the woods. And yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Now, when you when you think of a treehouse, it obviously comes to mind as prime leaf peeping because you're truly up in the trees. But getting out of the treehouse offers more really great fall experiences. What are your favorite autumn explorations in um, right there in central Ohio? I know you've mentioned that you're in Amish country, which I know is a big draw. You're not far from a state forest, a state park. So what do you recommend people do Well, if they're staying a few days? I recommend the state park. I think that's fantastic. You know, Amish country is great too. You know, it's a lot of people never see the Amish. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, my son was in Thailand for a year and he went to the library and he opened up this book and it said where the first thing you should do when you get to each state in the United States. And, and he opened it and in Ohio, it said, visit the Amish. And, um, see how they do things. I mean, they're not using electricity. They're not um, using tractors. It's, it's kind of neat to see, but just oh, very much. And you know what, just driving around there. Um, National Enquirer about 10 years ago voted that area as one of the top 10 most beautiful places for fall foliage. That area that, that mm -hmm. the treehouse is in around Holmes County and Knox County. So it, it's really a beautiful, beautiful place to, to drive rolling hills. I, I said to my one neighbor, I said, um, 
you know, this Amish guy, he has a beautiful ride to work every day. He gets on this road, it turns, it twists. And, and he said, knucklehead, we all have a beautiful ride. He said, none of us are getting on a highway with, with four lanes. He said, we're, we're driving these back roads that are, are, are gorgeous. And they, they are, you know, I literally find um, that when I drive down there, I'm on I-71 for an hour, I get off and I have a, a 30 minute ride um, through the country. And I, I swear, every time I get off the highway, my blood pressure drops. You know, I'm seeing chickens, I'm seeing cows, I'm seeing, you know, turkey. It's amazing everything you see. Um, yeah, it's everything. Yeah, you, you immediately kind of feel the stresses fall off. I know when we were there, yeah. um, it was probably the most relaxed I've seen my husband in a while, just because, you know, he, he works in IT and it's always on and being disconnected out there really just, it releases you from so much. I'm so glad to hear that. These are the, this is why I did it. You know, I did it for that reason. I did it to share with my friends and family and, and nonprofits. You know, we, you know, we, we truly did this uh, with intentions of, of helping people get relax a little more. And I, I can say that it worked for me. Um, so Kevin, I know that the tree houses are really popular. And then you also have some really beautiful cabins um, as well. So if people are looking to book into one of the residences there at the Mohicans, what is the best way for them to do that? Is the website the, the best way or are they better to call? No, they're better off doing it on the website because then it's real time where I've had people call me and say, I want this tree house and I'm in my car driving. And then by the time I get to the wedding venue, someone else rented it. So I tell people, and I've, I've been on the phone with people where they're like, I think I want this date. And while I'm watching the calendar date, it's taken while he's talking. So um, I say the best thing is to do it online. And then you, you know, you put your information mm -hmm. in and then you're locked in. Once you book it online, nobody can rent it out unless I, I, I somehow eject them. And you've just, you know, you've just said that you've watched dates disappear as you're, as you're looking to book somebody else in. Your tree houses are incredibly popular. So how early should people begin planning a stay, especially in a prime season like autumn? Because we're, we're a wedding venue, I offer all the tree houses and the cabins and houses to the couples getting married. And 60 days before they get married, I ask them what they don't want and whatever they don't want, I put in the market. So I would say 60 days. And, you know, a lot of my weddings, lot, um, before the COVID, we did a wedding every Friday, Saturday, Sunday mm -hmm. um, through, through wedding season from like May to October. We had three weddings a weekend. And a lot of times the Friday wedding will come on Thursday or Wednesday. And sometimes mm -hmm. the Sunday wedding stays until Tuesday. So it's, it's real, it, the easiest way to get a tree houses to get invited by, by a bride, <laughs> bride or groom. And, and, and it's funny because, you know, it, it, it causes some issues with when who's getting assigned what tree house, you know, because we have 10 of them and, and that's sleeping, you know, uh, 10 is somewhere around 30 to 40 people. Mm -hmm. um, it's limited. So you'll have families, you know, getting little arguments over, no, I want a tree. I don't want to stay in it. I don't want to stay at the hotel. I want to stay at, in a tree house. And, um, we let them work that out. 
<laughs> probably safer for you that way. If when the bride and groom, so I'm I'm moving to your wedding venue because this um this intrigues me a little bit. So do your bride and groom get first choice yes. of, of the tree houses? And which tree house do, do brides and grooms tend to choose? It's really interesting because quite often it, it is the nest, which is near there, close to the wedding menu, and but it's a one room with a bathroom. Mm -hmm. uh, and it sleeps too. Um, the castle's really popular. You know, people love that castle mm -hmm. in Alpine. Mm -hmm. But it really it really varies. You know, like sometimes I'll think um, this treehouse is the least liked, and someone will tell me the next day, no, I like that one the best. You know, so it, it just it just you just don't know. You might have to try them all to choose your favorite. <laughs> yes. So the Mohicans, obviously, your social channels are beautiful. Um, following you on Instagram is inspiration for days, whether you're planning a wedding or you just are looking for a getaway. Is that the, the your most active social channel? And what other social channels are you on that uh, people might be able to track you down? Um, we're on Facebook. We have about 100,000 followers. Um, and... Uh, Instagram is big for us. It's, it's brought us a lot of business. <laughs> I bet it has because your pictures are absolutely gorgeous over there. Well, Kevin, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to tell us about the Mohicans and the experiences in the area. And of course, the tree houses. Um, gosh, it's just such a great getaway in the Midwest and, oh, and I something that. I think everyone should at least try once. Yep. Yep. I love it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and thank you so much for listening. If you would like more Midwest inspiration, please join me in the Exploring the Midwest group on Facebook. And don't forget to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. Can't leave a review? Go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories at Jody Halstead.